The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Take care not to perform righteous deeds, in order that people may see them. Otherwise, you will have no recompense from your heavenly Father. When you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues, and in the streets to win the praise of others. Amen, I say to you, they've received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right is doing, so that your almsgiving may be secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, who love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on street corners, so that others may see them. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go to your inner room, close the door, and pray to your Father in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. They neglect their appearance so that they may appear to others to be fasting. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, so that you may not appear to be fasting, except to your Father who is hidden. And your Father who sees what is hidden will repay you. The Gospel of the Lord. I thought this morning I would share with you the parable of the woodshop. It's not a parable you'll find in the Bible, because it's a parable that I made up. Um, And in this parable, we have three kinds of woodshop students. We have those woodshop students who start the first day of class, and they look around and they're given instructions and wood, tools, and they do nothing with the tools and nothing with the wood for the whole semester and get enough. And then we have the other kind of woodshop student. And that student is given the same things, he's given the wood, he's given the tools, he's given the project. And that student spends the whole semester messing around, drilling holes in wood and, and making this little odd end and that little odd end. And by the end of the semester has completed no project. And the third student, woodshop student, is a student who, again, receives the wood, receives the tools, receives the instructions for the project, and walks through the semester working on his project until he gets to the end of the semester and has completed it and turns it into the teacher. Now, what does that parable mean? Well, the tools in the wood for us in Lent are like the fasting and the prayer that we do. It's the, it's the, the material and it's the things that God gives us, those gifts that God gives us in this Lenten season to be able to grow more deeply in our relationship with God, to be able to be transformed. But if all we do throughout the Lenten time is maybe give up something, increase our prayer, maybe do a little bit of sacrifice, I think we've really missed out on the biggest gift that God wants to give us at the end of it because we really kind of focus just on ourselves. 
when there's really three legs to that stool of Lent. Fasting, prayer, and almsgiving. Fasting and prayer, like I said, they're the tools, they're the material. Almsgiving is really that, that project. It's the direction that, that tool, those tools and that material is meant to be moving towards. So what is that then? Well, it's charity towards others. That if I receive something from God, these gifts, sometimes in Lent we can sort of look at these things like fasting and almsgiving more as um, a chore versus a gift, but really they are gifts because they're, they're a grace given to us that allows us to um, put away worldly things and focus on God and the love that God gives us every moment. So if I'm given that gift, I've given those things, it's meant to be shared. And if I get to the end of Lent and I haven't shared that with anybody, I've missed out. I've missed out on the, one of the greatest gifts. So who should I share it with then? Let's say I have my, my Lenten plan. I'm going to give up this or I'm going to uh, con, you know, commit to doing this spiritual practice. Where should that be directed? Who, who should I share that with? My suggestion to you would be to answer it in this way. If you think about yourself in heaven, and you think about when you get up there, God says, okay, you need to pick a roommate. So you're going to be up here in heaven with a roommate. Who would you like that roommate to be? And now you're going to use that question to answer the question, who should I direct my charity towards this Lenten season? By answering the question, who would I least like to be a roommate with up in heaven? That's the person. The person maybe that I'm holding a grudge against, that I'm struggling to forgive, that annoys me, that I, I, I struggle to be patient with, that's the person. Make that person the object of your charity, of your love this Lenten season, and see what happens in 40 days. I bet you God not only transforms your heart, but he transforms theirs.